Welcome back to Going For Two with Jack Taylor. What's going on, everybody? My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter, too. And we are coming to you guys uh, to review a game against Auburn that started out really, really awful. Yeah, wasn't enjoying life. And just ended about as good as any game I've ever watched. I was elated. Yeah. I mean, it was probably the greatest Mississippi State game I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, or greatest half of Mississippi State football I've ever watched. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how many teams have allowed Mississippi State to score 40 unanswered. Like, just doesn't seem like that should happen. Yeah. In any age. (laughs) No, not at all. Uh, We we actually contemplated just for the first, like, 10 minutes of this show just not saying a word and then finishing really strong in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, But we didn't do that. Obviously, we're here uh, starting strong, and hopefully we finish strong as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But before we do that, um, I... I'm going to continue on with my with my movie critique from last week. Okay. Actually, moving away from Air Bud, but, uh, and actually and going into one of my favorite movies of all time. So one, Air Bud isn't one of your favorite movies of all time? I mean... Your favorite scene is when he gets tackled in the football one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, Mike Vick. <laughs> all right. So, uh, this, this movie has a dog in it, too. A dog who... who... <laughs> Held a baseball at one point, but uh, talking about the Sandlot here. Mm-hmm. So uh, Scott Smalls, uh, as in you're killing me, Smalls. So um, he, he at the beginning of the movie doesn't look like he's ever played baseball in his entire life. I yeah. mean, he played catch and got hit in the eye, um, embarrassed himself in front of the boys in the Sandlot, and Benny the Jet Rodriguez takes him under his wing and teaches him how to catch a fly ball by basically just saying, "Hey, just stand right there, hold your glove in the air, and I'm gonna hit a ball right to you." Which is which is also kind of kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, just really unrealistic. I feel like. Um, so after that, he catches the one fly ball, and then after that, he's just one of the guys. He mm-hmm. suddenly is making these plays routinely without Benny the Jet Rodriguez just hitting them right to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he is Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. He's hitting for for high average. Um, Working opposite field. <laughs> when did you learn how to hit? I, I think we might have missed some some bat hitting lessons. I wonder so. if there's deleted scenes. <laughs> we need to know um, what was going on uh, off off screen because the I mean baseball is a hard sport to play. It starts looking like Tanner Allen out there. Yeah, I mean he's just slapping the ball all over the field and and diving on making plays and even shift against him. Yeah. I mean, he is he is a five-tool player. What happened? I mean, Benny the Jet Rodriguez might be might need to be a talent evaluator. Um yeah, I mean, if if he's the if he's finding diamonds in the rough like that, you know. Um I just there's a, there's more going on than we than we are, are shown. Do you think there was any uh, substances used? I don't know. He might have had some might have some spider tack or some <laughs> I don't think he was pitching, actually. Um, yeah, he's definitely using PEDs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You, you think you know a guy. You know, there, there's Barry Bones and Smalls. One of them used PEDs, definitely. And it's Maybe Smalls. Rafael Palmero. Maybe. No, Allegedly. He, he never did. He never did. He told me he never did. I always trust him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one would ever lie to save themselves. To save their, their legacy. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it that's for it. for your movie critique uh, yeah. Friday morning. Come back next week and uh, see what else we critique. You know, ruining your favorite movies one week at a time. Yeah, send in suggestions if you have anything. Um, we, we we may start this as a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I like it. <laughs>
Okay, well, after that, let, let's get into what this podcast is actually about, and mm-hmm. it's some college athletics. Yeah. Um, start off like how, how we have like the past pro- probably seven episodes at this point with yeah. a little bit of college football from around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma and Baylor played. Yeah. Baylor won. Baylor um, killed them. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> kicked a field goal at the end. Uh, Dave Rand is a G. Yeah. He did it for a uh, point differential. That's right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Oklahoma, they've been showing the ability to lose all season, and they finally did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like Baylor has has played o- Oklahoma really close the past few years. Mm-hmm. Like, had a big lead on them a couple years ago and mm-hmm. lost it. And then it. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, it's kind of, I'm sure it was great for Baylor to finally win that game. You know, I mean, as a Baylor fan, I'm sure it was great to get the monkey off their back there. But um, Oklahoma finally loses a game, and Caleb Williams uh, has shown just – He's pretty inconsistent, but mm-hmm. still has the spot over Rattler. I think. Yeah, Rattler got in late in that game. Yeah, that o- was... Oklahoma fans were actually chanting his name. So, dude, all the Oklahoma fans said that wasn't them; that was Baylor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no one would ever lie to save themselves. No. Okay. But going I, how the tables have turned for mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Yeah. Going on to the next game, uh, A&M at Ole Miss. Um, if your name is Zach Calzada, do not play teams from Mississippi. Just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Ole Miss's defense really did look good in this game. Mm-hmm. They looked strong, but I really think it was way more about A and M's offense and Zach Calzada just not being. I don't being... think I ever saw like a, an accurate pass from like he no, was. It was, it was really high, off. The off. Whole game. Yeah, it, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't the normal Zach Calzada we see. Yeah, and A and M. I mean, they have a strong defense. Anytime Ole Miss got into the red zone, it was really hard for them to score. Matt Corral turned the ball over a couple of times, I think, and or at least fumbled the ball a couple mm-hmm. of times. Um, so I know he's still battling an ankle injury, supposedly. Uh, so m- maybe that was a big reason. Just he, give him the Heisman. He wasn't running, but yeah, I, I think give he's him. He's had his Heisman moment against an unranked Tennessee team. Yeah, he had his Heisman moment against Auburn and lost. So see how that works. All right, game number three. Actually, we um, don't have a game number three. Don't have a game. Yeah, I just accidentally had one uh, there that was from last week. Okay. I just there. noticed it. I'm so good at production. <laughs> um, but, point number three here. We're ranked again. Oh no. Uh, I, I kind of like this whole being unranked and beating ranked teams, mm-hmm. but um, in order to keep our Sugar Bowl hopes alive, it is good that we're ranked now mm-hmm. and just inching up the polls uh, leading up to the Egg yeah. Bowl. There's so. a lot of things that are in place still, yeah. and I enjoy a lot of them. Yeah, we'll definitely get into those uh, as we go through our game review and, and beyond. So um, we're going to have a game review today, but we're not not doing much of a game preview uh, because we're playing Tennessee State. Yeah, um, if anyone knows anything about Tennessee State... Why? <laughs> that is all. I didn't even know this was a school. I didn't know that Hugh Jackson was their offensive coordinator until 20 minutes ago. Yeah, Eddie George is their... Yeah, I knew that. Coach. I knew that, yeah. but did not know Hugh Jackson. Yeah, and so now that we've dropped those... He drives two, the bus. Now that, we've, uh, now that we've dropped those two names, that's that's the only game preview that we have. So yeah. we'll, we'll, give we'll, our, we'll, we'll get back to that and we'll repeat those exact two statements yeah. later. And we'll, we'll give our game predictions for that. But honestly, I haven't even thought State, about a game prediction for that. Yeah, I, I think I, we're gonna lose. Oh no, that's that's <laughs> not good. We're already bowl eligible. I don't think that would do well for <laughs> Sugar Bowl hopes. No, that would near about eliminate them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. All right, but the game review, as you, as we mentioned, it was an incredible game on the plains. Incredible second half against Auburn. Um, so tell me what you saw in this game. Okay, so. Early in the game, uh, as as everyone else, um, I was not having fun. 
No. Bo Nix was looking like his normal Heisman candidate self. Yeah. And, um, and just a little tidbit here. Um, last week, we, we hyped up Bo Nix a lot. Um, that was by design. Uh, I said, I said like, two days before we recorded, I'm like, when we do this episode, we have to hype up Bo Nix. Because if we talk, oh, it's Bo Nix, he's not that good. He's going to come out here and kill us. Mm. And, and we, then I thought talk- I thought our juju had, had, had flipped at the beginning. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, he knows that we're, like, actually doubting him. Yeah. But he listened. He's an avid listener. He's an avid listener. Uh, he listens to us, but not. Never mind. Well, now with all his free time, he might. Mm. He might tune in. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bo Nix. Didn't die. He just. Oh yeah. He just broke his ankle. Nah. Yeah. We get Bo Nix for another year. That's like the hell was ever in doubt. <laughs> um. Yeah. But twenty to three. Yeah. Um. That's a cursed lead. Stop us if you've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um. Just. Just moment of silence for all the Auburn and uh, Falcons fans. Yeah. Having to relive that. All those, all those fans that are listening to our podcast. We have one of those demographics. Do, do we? No. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But as you mentioned, so 40 unanswered points. Uh, once we got to 28 to 3, once we were down 28 to 3 late in the second half, we scored a touchdown. Auburn misses a field goal, and that kind of ends the second half. Or ends the first half, excuse me. Go into the second half and score five touchdowns in a row. It's six touchdowns in a row, actually. In the second half. Oh, yeah. 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 We count the one before second quarter. Yeah, six touchdowns, or touchdown on six straight possessions is unbelievable. Yeah, and then the the last one we missed a field goal. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And that's a week after we got into the red zone and and had to settle for field goals three times. Well, surely we got them, right? Surely. I mean, at least two of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Might have missed one. Might have missed all three. Uh, yeah. all, all possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> but in the second half or and beyond, I mean, we just we dominated on every side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bo Nix did did have an ankle injury and it limited his mobility. Um, and I was just the whole second half. I was just like, can we please just make him move around in the pocket? Yeah. You know, early and, in the game, I, I was like, why are we blitzing Bo Nix? I know he's gonna be able to roll out away from our guys. But once he kind of got banged up, I was like. Please get him off of his platform. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was really weird because it, it looked like I was just going back on what I was saying like ten minutes before, but yeah. it, it was it was different. And he was really, I mean, you could tell he was he was banged up. And after the game, it comes out that he's broke, he has a broken ankle, and he's out for the season. So really, do hate to hear that. I, I yeah. like watching Bo Nix play. He has mm-hmm. some some incredible plays. So hoping hoping he heals uh, from that. But uh, that doesn't take away from how fun of a second half it was. Yeah. So. Um, Thing here, um, the air raid works in the SEC. Yeah, and it's it's getting better yeah. every week. Um, oh, when I was doing my spreadsheets, I uh, always said like, yeah, when everyone does their jobs, we're getting like nine, ten yards per play, mm-hmm. and that second half is that. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. Yeah, like just chunk play here, grind out to third and short, get it. Yeah, and and we still, I mean, even now, we still haven't seen a receiver catch a ball and make a play. And have a long touchdown, but we we started seeing yards after catch mm-hmm. like that we Malik haven't seen Heath. before. Malik Heath, Austin Williams had one where he, I mean, got six or seven yards after a catch one time. And, yeah, and you're starting to see Will Rogers gain confidence every single week and air the ball down the field on first down, and uh, it's just so much. Fun. Can we talk about that video? Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean he's he. I'm I mean, tired of being close. Yeah. What a quote. I mean. He said what we've been saying. Like, yeah. 
like we're losing close and we're when we win we're winning close it's like let's just pull away yeah <laughs> and it was fun it was so much fun to watch that it. video yeah it was you know i feel like mike leach would have should have said uh win this game earlier if that's all it took yeah i mean say that before the game i mean put put me in his shoes i'm saying that before the game mm-hmm. i'm calling the touchdown button a lot earlier yeah i'm saying do do the thing where we don't go down 28 to 3 but i mean you just gotta just gotta get both top two on the yeah. <laughs> record book of <laughs> biggest comeback in mississippi state history yeah so i mean it's it's fun watching will become more confident become a leader on the team um, I think there's two things that are happening. So Mississippi State fans, I think, are finally coming around to, like, he's really good. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, I mean, me and you have been on this train for a long time, but it's not only Mississippi State fans. I think the entire country is starting mm-hmm. to I mean, he's getting award after award for that second yeah. half that he had. He's getting, he got Manning Player of the Week. He got he's on David O'Brien's Max- top five uh, Heisman list. Yeah, Maxwell Player of the Week. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I mean, they keep rolling in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's starting to get this recognition, and, and a big debate has started on whether he or Matt Corral is going to win the Connerly Trophy. So I, I still think that's going to be Corral. I feel like that's decided in the preseason, honestly. Yeah, um, it's it's. I mean, as weird as it sounds, it's probably like a little bit of a legacy award. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dak won it in 2015 when Chad Kelly had an incredible year. Yeah. So, arguably better numbers. Yeah. But like, it, Will Rogers is gonna win it next year. Yeah, for sure. And I, I saw that um, votes have to be turned in before the Egg Bowl, so it can't even be decided on who wins the Egg Bowl. That's which, silly. Yeah. So. Um, Not a real award. La Mickey Macarrow. <laughs> I can't. I kind of forget. I mean, the past few years. That it's not just a, an award for a Mississippi State or Ole Miss player. Like it could, it could go to like a Delta State player if they if they wanted it bad enough. I, I mean, Jackson State's doing real good right now. Yeah. What if what if Shadur Sanders <laughs> just wins it? <laughs> Best quarterback in the state, maybe. You just named one more player than I even knew existed on Jackson State. Uh, and then Shamar Sanders, his other son. Yeah. I think is his name. All right, name, name another. All right. <laughs> I know we, we've, we've talked about Will a lot, but coming into this, um, or just just getting on into Will's talk, so I think he's the best quarterback in the state. Yeah. State of Mississippi. I know we just... You tweeted made, that out after the game, and just, I was like, yeah, that, that's a like. like <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I saw it from a few other accounts, too, so I didn't feel as alone in that thought. But, um, man, it's, it's starting to become obvious, and the numbers are there. I get, you know... It's the, it's the offense, whatever. He's going to throw more passes. He's going to get more Does that yards. mean he has to throw 80% completion percentage? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not only the best that like we've ever seen as Mississippi State fans. That's the best in NCAA history. <laughs> yeah, like right now, he he's the career completion percentage record holder. And that's with him having like a 69% completion percentage last year. Yeah. He's at like 76% on his career, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, me and you have just just played around with some numbers that he could end his career if he plays a, another three full years. Yeah, think, four full years, I guess. Uh, if if he wanted yeah, to, yeah, three full three full years, three four years after this. Yeah, um, then he could be the all-time yards holder, record holder, um, completion percentage, uh, completions. I mean, it's unreal. And he, and, and like, think about Will is uh. I mean, he he could he could go out and and get better in the off season and like he probably will, but like 
I'm not sure of how much like an NFL prospect type guy he is that he just leave. Like, I mean, Gardner put in put up like the best numbers you could in in the air raid and was like a six round pick. Yeah. Like, I really don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. It seems like it's kind of Will's Will's spot. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like he has a problem being here either. Yeah, I mean, he he loves where he is. And, yeah, and uh, I'm I'm starting to love him there too. Yeah. So love Will. Yeah, like. Um, Man. Just a kid from Brandon. Yeah, um, so on the game, 415 passing yards, 44 of 55 with six passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's and, n- that's nuts. Yeah, and and just the just comparing this year to last year, it's it's night and day. I mean, we saw this week that uh, rush three, drop eight just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. I mean, teams are, are cycling back and forth between uh, man and zone because they they're just deciding how they want to get beat. Yeah. You know, you have to. They're just trying to limit the damage, and and Will's taking exactly what they give him, mm-hmm. and they're they're using motion to our, to our advantage. And, yeah. Oh, man, it's just looking awesome. Everything's everything's getting getting kind of cool. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see what we pull out in the Egg Bowl because because in the Vanderbilt game we did show a little bit of the uh, read option. Mm-hmm. I think we ran it like twice, and then Will pulled it against Arkansas in, in a big game. I mean. Yeah. Seeming like stuff's opening up. Yeah. So, the only the only, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I you have a number of complaints from the first half, but I mean, I, I just have to think if we can start out strong against. Can Columbus, I wait until we can start out strong? If we can start out strong and not go down, I mean, not even down twenty eight to three, but not go down a couple touchdowns early in a game, we we could hang some numbers on yeah. this, on, on Ole Miss on, on any team that we play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, as much as Alabama killed us, we're early in the game we were moving the ball. Yeah, the field. we we moved the ball. Yeah, I mean, and, he had three hundred passing yards. And I can see a, a pretty much a night and day difference from Will then and Will yeah. last week. And I, mean, I was skeptical this season because people were like, "Oh yeah, it's year two of the air raid. It's going to get much better." The stats don't really back that. People are kind of skewing stats to. Us. Match their narrative, but it's it's working this year. Most of the time, year three is the sweet spot, but somehow we're in an accelerated path right now where <laughs> yeah. we're just here, and mm-hmm. it's it's I'm loving it. Yeah, I mean we we've turned from a three and seven team last year to what could potentially be an eight and four team now, and and with all, I mean everything going right earlier in the season. Could be a nine and one team yeah. right now. So um, I don't know, we're speculating a lot, but it's it's looking fun. And like Will said, we're tired of being close, and it's starting to look like we're not going to be close very yeah. much longer. So um, moving on to the O line, um, really really had a great second mm-hmm. half. Uh, but the the one problem that keeps coming up is Scott Lashley. Yeah, Lashley was not good in the first half. Uh, I got text from friends that are like, you know, what's up with the right tackle? Uh, he he stands out on every play, mm-hmm. and not for a good reason. I'm like, yeah. It's what he does, but he came out in the second half and responded well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole Smith is really good. Yeah, Charles Cross is really good. Yeah. Sharp is really good. Yeah. And, and I have to say, like with the penalties that we had and everything, which didn't seem like too egregious yeah. outside of the first half. I mean, Will is still just getting so much better at not mm-hmm. letting one penalty kill our drive. Yeah, um, we're 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 moving the ball past that even on first and fifteen. And scoring in the red zone, mm-hmm. so I mean, and no, 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 it was all just from last week because the week before we weren't able to score much in the red zone. So um, it just keeps getting better, like I keep saying. Yeah. So uh, 
during this game, I kept on thinking that Auburn Jesus was going to show up, and that that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, we I don't we haven't even mentioned the fact that like the calls that we never get, mm-hmm. we were getting. Yeah. I mean, those are uh, calls that Auburn gets. Yeah, a questionable. Not, I mean, I guess it was questionable. Up in the air on Forbes getting targeting, um, that gets overturned because he was making a play on the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the uh, roughing, Auburn D tackle. That egregious uh, roughing the pass, uh, targeting mm-hmm. on Will. You, yeah. can't, you just got to get those type of plays out of the game. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> that was a, such a football move. I mean, mm-hmm. it, he did lunge, so that's, that's just the only... Just don't launch on his head. Yeah, that's the only reason that made it targeting. But I promise you, Will's not going to get out of the way. No, Will is not going to evade you. <laughs> but that's one one thing that that Will does need to work on is some pocket awareness and some. What are you talking about? He's going to be running a four three next year. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine he just comes out and rushes for like two thousand yards. <laughs> oh my god! Come out, come out in the egg bowl or run triple option. Oh my gosh! <laughs> In the first half. In the, in the first half, half, the second half air raid. After yeah. they get all their adjustments ready. Mm-hmm. That'd, be, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> Me and NCAA. Um, but yeah, uh, onto the wide receivers and running backs. Uh, Wally is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, like so good. Uh, what's, what's his yeah. stats here? Not good. And Wally had seven receptions for 87 yards. And Still doesn't get a touchdown. He had a long of 29 yards. 29 yard reception. That was a one down the right hash. Yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Then we had Malik Heath, five receptions for 74 yards and a touchdown. Greatest game of his Mississippi State mm-hmm. career. I mean, he is he is back. Yeah. And, I mean, he he's just our 50-50 ball receiver. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, it is fun to watch him. He, he was the one we were talking he, about, had a catch and run. He broke a tackle. Mm-hmm. That's something we haven't seen from a receiver all year. Yeah. He just bounces Except off for Jameer tackle. Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> bounces off a tackle, and, man, that was oh, – I just keep saying it. It's, it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, a long list of receivers who had you know just really long catches in this game. Makai Polk. Uh, what's his stat line right there? Eight receptions for 61 yards and two touchdowns there. <laughs> Austin, He's so good. Austin Williams, four for 44. Uh, and then our two running backs, Dylan Johnson, had four receptions for 40 yards, and Jaquavius Marks, seven for 30. And Dylan Johnson had 62 rushing yards and a pretty big receiving touchdown yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, late in the game, um, Dylan, Dylan Johnson just looked like a downhill runner. Yeah. I mean, breaking tackles and getting getting outside. Dude. Hurdling guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't call it that. <laughs> I love commentators. They're yeah. so good. But... Also looking at this, Jameer Calvin, I mean, it's a huge name from Saturday. Four receptions for 20 yards and two touchdowns. He hadn't had a receiving touchdown since the La Tech game, first game of the year, and he had two in this game. And then J.J. Jernigan, the man of the week, actually just got on scholarship. So really proud of him for that. I think it's our second week in a row, giving somebody a small clap. I think it may be our third. Really? Someone else got a, a scholarship. Christian Ford. and Christian Ford. No, yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right. Two of them. So, but congratulations to him. That's that's big news now that we don't have to play walk-ons anymore. Brian Haydad is fighting <laughs> oxygen right now. <laughs> yeah, a great game uh, for all of the Will's targets in this game. I mean, he doesn't put up those numbers without guys catching catching the passes. So, yeah, um, it was just everybody was was getting a piece of the action. Yeah, one. and. And Ra Ra Thomas, we didn't talk about him much. He had two receptions for 22, uh, but had a really good, really long 18-yard reception. Yeah, they went on an injury after that, right? I think so. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
thing about it, this this receiving room is getting better. Yeah. Um, we just got a four-star uh, wide receiver, uh, the decommitted from Ole Miss mm-hmm. after they beat Texas A&M, and hmm, that, that that's some. You know, you know, after after a big win against Texas A&M, uh, usually you see a lot of decommitments. Mm-hmm, so. Yeah, you see two four stars decommit. Mm-hmm. That that's normal. Yeah, that has nothing to do with your coach uh, exploring his his other options. Mm-hmm. In the, in Lane Kiffin would never explore his other options mm-hmm. in any in, in, in any, any aspect way. of his life. Nope. He's he's just a godly man. <sighs> All right. <laughs> okay, on to the defense. Um. In the first half, I fired Zach Arnett. Um, I was tired of it. I wasn't having any fun. Yeah. We were letting Bo Nix look good against us, and I was like, okay, I know Bo Nix is good, but, dude, we're not even not even, not even close. stopping anything right now. Yeah. And then I soon rehired him uh, <laughs> once we started throwing a shutout here. Yeah, we allowed six points in the uh, second half. Um, man, it was fun. Yeah. And special teams was was huge in this game, mm-hmm. um, blocking a uh, blocking a field goal. Excuse me. That I mean, I think is just the turning point of the game. Yeah. Um, and then snuffing out a fake punt. Not even snuffing it out. We had our full <laughs> defensive package out there, and their punter still thought it was a good idea to like we're run we're, up, jump pass. We're actually sitting there with with our two corners, our four best linebackers, and, and our safeties, and. <laughs> I, and Jalen Green is just a couple inches away from a pick six on a jump pass from the punter. Um, they saw that in the LSU-Alabama game. We're like, okay, write that down. We're right. trying that. No matter what the situation is, when I say fake punt, you're doing that. <laughs> he pulls out a card from his pocket and says, <laughs> a punter jump pass no matter what. <laughs> uh, that was ugly. But, I mean, that was just another turning point in the game. I mean, it's just... We were we were firing on every side of the ball. Yeah, uh, we we were texting during this game. And I was like, "What in the world is happening?" Yeah, it was like, ah. I mean, I I've never seen a, a half of football where our offense, defense, special teams, and I mean, they, those were all working, and we were getting calls going our way yeah. left and right. Like I've never seen it in my this, life. This must be how it feels to be like an Alabama fan. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. Maybe but, a Georgia. Oh wait, they just kill everyone. They don't matter. But I, I would. I would almost rather it have have it this way, mm-hmm. where this you get surprised when the stuff happens. Yeah, it's just. A, I can't wait to have my heart broken against Tennessee State for no reason. Yeah. Well, I know how this works. Put it past us. Yeah. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. Don't get too high, um, don't get too low. Talking about the, the special teams, we did mention it a little bit. And Tulu Griffin, who's been out with injury for the past couple weeks, he didn't even travel to Arkansas, but he did go to Auburn, didn't get any play in time. Um, but he should be back. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe, this maybe week. we'll sit him this week. Yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. But in the Egg Bowl, you could see him returning kicks again. I think we've had uh, Jaquavius Marks back there doing yeah. it. Uh, which... Jaquavius Marks will limp off on an offensive possession, and then five plays later, come out and... Yeah, so that's not ideal. Turn to punt, but Tulu is an explosive. Um, Which uh, we don't even put them back there for punts. No, I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah. I mean, Austin, Austin Williams. Williams. Yeah, all reliable. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but Tulu should be back, and and that's a, that's another huge target for for Will, um, just to add some speed to that. So him and Jameer Calvin could be really really fun in the Egg Bowl. Yeah. So. And I think that's it for our game review. Um, yeah. that we could talk about it for another thirty minutes, but I mean, we've been talking about it all week, and everyone's <laughs> and, probably heard it. Yeah, talk about and watch the the replay yeah. ten times like I have. Um, but, wow, 
what what a game. Yeah. I, I looked up after this game. I was like, largest comeback in uh, cultural history. And I was like, okay, I know we're not number one. But their number one was, I believe, a 35-point comeback. It was like midway through the third. Um, They scored 38 unanswered. Yeah, yeah we scored 40 unanswered. Mm-hmm. Could, could have been more. Could have been more. Yeah. We are uh, Emmanuel Forbes um, dropped interception on the sideline away from literally a perfect half of football. Yeah. I mean, just couldn't have been better uh, because that was the possession that they ended up scoring on. Um, but I mean, I'm obviously not What's not f- not trying to take away from a, a great game from Forbes and all of them. But what do you think about Mike Leach's dance moves? Mm. I think I think we should move on to a game preview. Okay. I, I, I liked the dance moves a lot. I loved his his uh, his commentary on the dance moves in the press conference the next day a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm liking fun Mike Leach. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like on the blocked field goal, which was a huge part of the game. You you get a perfect side by side of Zach Arnett just jumping up and down, screaming ball ball ball, and then Mike Leach just sitting there like he's watched this game 500 times and he <laughs> knew exactly what was going to happen, like. Dude's just watching a Christmas movie. And it's one of the, <laughs> it's one of those things like if we were losing and that happened and he showed no emotion, like I would be so mad. Mm-hmm. But that went in our favor. Everything's going <laughs> so our way, funny. and it's just hilarious. You know, like against against Memphis, he showed no emotion, and I wanted him gone. Mm-hmm. And in this game, he showed no emotion, and I was here for it. So, it's comedy. That's, that's it. it. This is what we signed up for. Yeah. But um, moving on to our game preview. So. Uh, there's a game Saturday. Yeah. Do they do they have any big names on their coaching staff? Uh, Tennessee State? Eddie George and Hugh Jackson. Okay. Um, so I'm going to get segue into our the, pick. The game is at 11 a.m. on SEC Plus, or you can find it on the ESPN app. Mm-hmm. And um, we're the, they're, they're the Tigers, right? Yeah. We and we are wearing the ugliest uniforms that we have ever drawn up. And that's our game preview. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... If you are uh, fortunate enough or unfortunate enough, however you want to look at it, to watch this game, um, just uh, just know that we we got you prepared for it. Yeah, you just know, watch it in black and white. We we can't tell you what's happening, what's going to happen on the field with this Tennessee State team, but on the sidelines, we got you covered with the big name. Yeah, so. I'm gonna get an interview with uh, Hugh Jackson, Do my it. favorite Browns coach. Not not everyone can go in sixteen. That's right. <laughs> All right, so now we're gonna move into our uh, our picks for the week. Um, do we want to talk about how bad I did last week? Yeah, I don't know. I think Drew ended up going seven and three. Uh, that seems about right. He's going to be our winner. Um, just just beating out Courtney, who was six and four. So. Courtney is a rock solid six and four. Yeah. All right, and, but Hunter went one and nine last week. The only game I got correct was Texas Tech. It took a sixty-two yard field goal in college football for me to get a game correct. If that. Field goal doesn't doesn't fall, and they go to overtime. You are zero and ten. Mm-hmm. Things don't go your way. I'm, so. um, if you want to make money, fade me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll keep on giving the bad picks. Yeah, I like it. I'm I'm here for that, and and I can just about tell you you're going to go two and eight uh, every week when I hear that you are picking Ohio State, Alabama, and um, <laughs> Oregon to lose. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, bad bad look for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really just out here doing it for content. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right, so moving in, finally moving into our picks for the week. We're going to go through these rather quickly. Um, so we got game number one, number seven, Michigan State, going to number four, Ohio State, for a really big matchup in uh, in the Big Ten. I'm going Ohio State. 
All right, I'm going to go Ohio State as well. Okay, good. All right, game number two, we got number 10, Wake Forest at Clemson. Who you got? Um, I want Wake Forest to win, but uh, Clemson deserves to be ranked, honestly. Um, Just because I don't want Clemson to be ranked, I'm actually going Wake Forest. Yeah. Clemson's really not good this year. To make sure Wake Forest wins, I'm going to pick Clemson. Okay. Gotcha. So I'll yeah, like, that, like that's a that's a calculated pick right there. Yeah, and I know I just said Clemson on paper is just a pretty pretty average. Team. Yeah, seven and three, not a bad year by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, by their standards, it is a terrible year. But I mean, Clemson's not a bad team. Wake Forest is kind of a, a fake good team, uh, but I think they can kind of prove it this week. Yeah. So uh, I'm taking Wake Forest here. Game number three, we've got Iowa State going to number thirteen Oklahoma. Um, I've said before, Iowa State likes to get one big win a year, and they did that against Oklahoma State. This wouldn't really be considered a big win, I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. It might be. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, you see one o- loss. You see Oklahoma. Oklahoma on your schedule with one loss. I mean, that that's a good team. Yeah. But it's at Oklahoma. I think I'm going to take them to win. Okay. Um, Please don't do it. Yeah, I'm I'm picking Iowa State because I want uh, Oklahoma to win. I can't stand you. I mean, I'm I'm either going to be right or wrong. All right, game number four, we've got a really, uh, just a snoozer of a game. Um, now that Bo Nix is out, we've got Auburn going to South Carolina. <sighs> you going to make me pick this one first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Auburn's going to win. Uh, me too. I am also taking Auburn. Okay, I know South Carolina had a huge win against Florida a couple weeks ago. I've heard huge, I've heard wins against Florida get you ranked number two in the nation. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Um <laughs> Two point wins, man. Uh, so South Carolina um, at five wins right now. They're they're closing out their season with Auburn and Clemson, which is just a brutal stretch. For brutal a team that, stretch of two six win teams. Of <laughs> but I, mean, I mean, on paper that is yeah yeah. That's I mean, where where most teams are playing, you know, Tennessee State or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. to close out the season. Cupcake schedule. Whew, that's that's not easy. But uh, so I, I don't think South Carolina is going to get that sixth win because I think Auburn is going to win this weekend. Yeah. All right. So game number five, uh, I I want it to be a good game. Number twenty one Arkansas at number two Alabama. Any chance for you in this game? Uh, no, I'm picking uh, Alabama. Okay. Because I am a sensible person. All right. You sound like you're just being held hostage with these. I am picks. being held hostage here. All right. Blink twice if you're okay. All right, he blinked. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm taking Alabama in this game as well. Pretty easy one for me. Um, game number six, we've got SMU at number five, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, uh, an undefeated team. They're they're trying to sneak into that top four ranking. Um, and SMU is looking to play spoiler here. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna be the first one to call this one. I think SMU is going to win. Okay, um, I'm going to be sensible as a dumb pick. Uh, this, one of these teams is a top five team. Duh. How would you ever pick something like that? You're going Cincinnati? Yeah, I'm going Cincinnati. Okay. Cincinnati. Stop. They're definitely losing. Okay. All right, game number seven. We got Virginia Tech traveling to Miami in a game that I just don't even know what to think. Um, yeah, um, Virginia Tech no longer has a coach. Uh, Miami no longer has an athletic director. Um, so Manny Diaz is on his way out. And, and Lane Kiffin's on Lane, his way in. The Lane train going down to Miami maybe. It's a, it's a big hub for trains down there, I think. <laughs> I doubt it. It's a horrible place for a hub. <laughs> yep. 
at the very bottom of the contiguous United yeah. States. Virginia Tech is looking at Joe Moorhead right now. Oh, with, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. With other names such as Hugh Freeze in the running. Just a good little Egg Bowl Week matchup. Yeah. So. Some good um, stuff. Uh, I'll let you here? pick this one. I picked the last one. I'll let you pick this one. You got I'll, it. I'll, I think you should do it. All right. Uh, Virginia Tech just to get the lane train rolling in Miami faster. All right. I think Virginia Tech as well. Okay. Um, game number eight, we've got, <laughs> we got Florida at Missouri. This... I know I said that our Auburn South Carolina was a snoozer. This you mean you, S- you mean to watch. SEC game days game of the week. Surely somewhere in some ranking that's that's the game of the week. But maybe um, if you rank by worst teams. <laughs> oh wait, Vanderbilt's over there. Yeah, I'm gonna go um, Florida in this one. I don't know why I think this could be a bounce back week for them. <laughs> Think Dan Mullen saves his job. I, I think any chance of a bounce back is over. This team's deflated, but I, I still think they they're good enough to beat Missouri. Yeah, um, Missouri's good enough to beat South Carolina, and um, Florida isn't. So you're taking. I'm taking Missouri. All right, Eli Drinkowitz, everyone's least favorite nerd. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> he is. It's self-proclaimed. Uh, I don't know why that says that. (laughs) All right, so game number nine, we've got number three, Oregon, going to number 24, Utah. Um, And this is a chance for Oregon to really get a good win under their uh, – or or another really good win. They already have a win. They have the best win, second best win in the nation. Yeah. Us over (laughs) Kentucky is much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm going to take – I think I'm actually going to take Utah. In this yeah, game. Utah's favored. Um, I'm gonna think Joe. I think Joe Moorhead's going to do it for us. Okay. Uh, I take Oregon. Uh, he he knows uh, potential suitors for jobs are looking at him. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's going to go out here and show out. Yeah, I just know Oregon has has lost a game to Stanford. They played some close games in these past few weeks. So I think this is the week they finally drop a second one and, and finally fall out of those rankings. So yeah. Um, now we're moving on to uh, game number ten. We've got America's game of the week. We have Tennessee State coming to Mississippi State mm-hmm. in a game where we can only hope that it is going to be a blowout mm-hmm. and that we get to rest some of our starters uh, in the second half and uh, and get prepared for the Egg Bowl coming up next week. We don't want to seem like we're we're looking too far ahead. But, we're looking ahead, but we're looking ahead. Um, so. Um, I'm gonna let you give a prediction, score prediction. First. Okay, um, I'm gonna go Mississippi State 52, um, Tennessee State. Give me 10. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go Mississippi State 49 to three. Okay, so uh, really, really big game. Uh, really hoping that uh, Will Rogers can keep pace with his, uh, maybe get three, three, 350 yards or something like that, and a couple touchdown passes just to just to keep his Heisman um, Heisman ballot up there. Yeah. You think? Mm-mm. Uh, he'll be top five next year at the beginning of the season. All right. Sounds good to me. Okay. Um, and then do we want to do offensive and defensive player of the game? Mm. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Um, you go first. All right. I think a guy that we're going to see a little bit of in the second half, uh, I'm going to go Chance. Chance Lovertich. Okay. I like he's gonna, it. He's going to pass a few touchdowns to Rara Thomas. Okay, uh, I haven't looked at a depth chart in forever, but I don't. I want to pick Sawyer or Daniel Greek. I think they're still like either or on mm-hmm. the next one, so I'm gonna go to the higher rated one 
and go Sawyer here. Okay. Uh, so you think he would get in over Chance? No, I think Chance will get in more like, okay, that's Chance, and then let's okay. have some fun with the freshmen. All right, so have a little little spring game action, just all the quarterbacks get a chance here. Yeah, and Hugh Jackson gets to see him. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> all right, now your defensive player. Um, I really want somebody to get a pick six in this game. Nathan Pickering? That's who I'm taking. <laughs> that's it. Nathan Pickering is going to score a touchdown in this game. Okay, I think it's going to be... <laughs> Um, if Nathan Pickering scores a touchdown in this game, I'm going to go insane. <laughs> I think Jamal Peters is going to get pick six in this game. Wow, okay. I don't know why. That's the first name that came to my head. Think we get a kick return touchdown? Nope. We could to start the game. Very They're easily. They're not kicking it out of the back of the end zone, so. Why? Because it's a small school. I don't think they would recruit kickers that well. Okay, okay. Um, all right, so now we're going to move into some Instagram questions. Uh, it's our favorite part of the podcast every single week, and we thank you guys so much for uh, sending in questions anytime that we ask. Um, so without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, uh, so question number one from Football James 17. <laughs> Why is Will Rogers the best quarterback in the state? Um, uh, stats? Probably, probably his ability to pass and, and not... Uh, try to create his own Heisman moment. Yeah, not trying to create your own Heisman moment. Uh, like going down 28-3 to against Auburn and then leading a comeback. You know, that's how you create your own Heisman moment. He was just... You don't have to get wheeled into the locker room. Have everybody, like, clapping for you. He do, dude. He had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he had, beers. He had to go to the bathroom. And then to come out Let's Let's start, let's start spreading that narrative that he pulled a Paul Pierce. <laughs> That's all Matt Corral did. His, his, had to go to the bathroom. his ankle was swollen <laughs> so much. But he just had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> From Frederick, 1851. Will Tennessee State have the better band Saturday? I'm almost certain they will. Why? An HBCU. Okay. Gotta have a fun band. I remember the sonic boom coming for Jackson State when I was like 9 or 10 years old. That was fun to watch. Yeah. So It's a good time. Uh, from Cletus sixty nine, uh, what are your favorite NFL teams? I'm a Washington football team fan. Uh, just took down the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Gronkineers. Uh, things are going fantastic. Um, we're definitely gonna make the playoffs, right? No, nope, because my team, Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> exists. So yeah, okay. From Cletus sixty nine, what bowl game or who do you think we will play? Okay, so what bowl game? Um, so, so just a little, we'll let you in, take, take over just a little inside here. We've been looking at the numbers here. Um, if we win the Egg Bowl, well, if this week goes how we think, we should move up to, like, 20 in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss will probably move up to, like, 10, 10 through 11. 10 or 11 right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think that puts in play us jumping them with a win in the Egg Bowl. So, if we win the Egg Bowl... Um, and and Alabama happens to beat Georgia and Atlanta. Uh, we we are awkwardly sitting there as the highest ranked SEC team uh, available, and and that gets you into the Rose Bowl. Sugar Bowl. Oh yeah, Sugar Bowl. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, not the Rose Bowl. It's not the nineteen forties anymore. <laughs> it's not our automatic tie-in. But but yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, realistically, I mean, I don't know. That can be realistic, but realistically. Um, 
the Citrus Bowl or the Outback Bowl mm-hmm. are two two very two very Mississippi Stateish bowls. Yeah, um, if a loss in the Egg Bowl would sit us like the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I do not want to go to the Duke's Mayo. <laughs> I'd rather us turn down our invitation. You or think the Armed Forces Bowl wants us back? I think we have a permanent ban from that. Um, we disrespect the troops so much. Mm-hmm. You know when we fought them, they disrespected the troops. Yeah, one of the guys came up to Malik Heath and said, I don't respect the troops, and he just kicked him in the head and slapped him with a towel. If he got him, <laughs> slap him. <laughs> Alright, but a loss in the Egg Bowl would sit us at the Duke's Mayo Bowl, Music City, or po- possibly the Texas Bowl. That's a weird one that we've never been to. Yeah. Um, so, none of them sound bad except for the Duke's Mayo Bowl. That just sounds awful. I don't want to go to Duke's. I don't think that would be I very heard Charlotte's fun. nice this time. I do not care. It's called the Duke's Mayo Bowl. <laughs> Imagine Mike Leach wins and we have to pour a whole thing of mayonnaise on him. <laughs> Why can't the SEC get he, something he fun? Compl- he complains about Gatorade. He's like, it's the worst. Thing oh, like water. <laughs> like I think getting water thrown on you would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't want to throw water on me. But yeah, um, anything's in play. Uh, we'll, we'll see how the rankings are next week. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, we could lose out and go to the like, Birmingham Bowl or something. Woo-hoo. You know, is it is it smarter for us to lose out to avoid the Duke's Mayo Bowl? <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Here huh? next week when we lose to Tennessee State, and I'll t- <laughs> I'll give you the spin zone. <laughs> if we lose to Tennessee State, I will post a video of me and Hunter eating a bowl of mayonnaise. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. But Hellman's mayonnaise, not Duke's. Okay, from Boston Essence, if State wins out, is the Sugar Bowl a possibility? No. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All we have to do is jump Ole Miss. Yeah, that's that's the kick. It ends up uh, with us 14, Ole Miss 15. So, we, we, we win out and then leave our fate in the hands of the, this committee, this all-knowing committee. And so. then... Um, for this to happen, Alabama would have to beat Georgia. Yeah. So um, if Alabama does not beat Georgia, we just slot down one on every the citrus. Day. Yeah. We, back, we just whatever. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. I, if I, I'm perfectly fine with anything Alabama, but the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I'm perfectly fine with Alabama taking away Ole Miss's chance at a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. Perfectly fine with that. That'd be a good time. Um, yeah. Um, C.J. Hunter. Obviously, there's a week before the Egg Bowl, but do you think it will be an offensive shootout or a struggle? Um, I don't think we're going to struggle offensively. I think, I, I definitely think that it's going to be a shootout in that game. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. I, I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. Yeah. Um, but Ole Miss unders hit. That's that's a weird thing. Yeah. Ole Miss unders and Mississippi State unders have been really good this season, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. And you can never predict what's going to happen in an egg bowl. So. Yeah. Um, from Brooks Taylor, how's No Shave November going? I've I've shaved about five or six I times. I need to shave about five or six times. I look horrible right now. I'm just too lazy to do it. Uh, I have the most senioritis I've ever had right now. Um, another one from Brooks, uh, eight and four, question mark? Yep. It's, it's on the table. Yeah, I mean. I, I think we're going to win the egg bowl. we got to go get it. If you got them, smoke them. That's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan Underwood, cross country natties preview. Will Arky sweep? I don't know. How should I know? Wouldn't you like don't, to know? Don't shouldn't you just go win them all? 
Just go win. I feel like if you try your hardest, you'll like, sweep. I feel like Arkansas controls their own destiny, honestly. I mean, you know, they, they, really they just been... worked all season to control their own destiny in cross country. Yeah. So, that's, that's the that on that. Yeah. Go do that cross country. Um, And one from Sarah Havanek. When is my episode? Uh, what was the like goal? 50? What was the like goal on Sarah's coming? Like 25. Oh, was it only 25? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. She really well, tried hard for that. Well, there's somewhere, there's an Instagram post on her page uh, if you can go find it there's a comment where sarah asked for her own episode and we say if you get this amount of likes you can have your own episode and she never got it and she's just won those handouts mm-hmm. no participation sure gen z am i right all right so that, i think that's all that we have today thank you guys so much again for the instagram questions and and just thank you again for listening uh we really try to make this as interactive of a podcast as possible and you guys help us do that every single week so we we are so glad to be able to bring this to you and uh this is the outro on your toes yeah they, they you know they were sitting fastball I, I <laughs> had to break one off we just hit him with a change up right there mm-hmm. that never, was more of a 12-6 they, they never saw that, that one coming this is maybe couldn't... if they had, maybe if you'd hit on the trash can they would have known yeah astros mm-hmm. sure they won more than one world series right because of that how many have they been in a row one that's good that's good mm-hmm. I, this is the actual outro. <laughs> you thought we were going to play the music again. Got him. <laughs> <laughs>